Say Bible Podcast, the podcast for the Kardashian connoisseur. I'm Natalie. And I'm Kathleen. Um, me and Kathleen just spent about a good 30 minutes dumping on our families and our personal lives <laughs> before we hit record. So I'm glad we could spare you. My only thing is yeah. I will admit I'm very hot right now because the air conditioner broke. Yeah. Decided I'm to break. Myself. I like stood up at one point today and my like shirt was damp. I like my, realized how much I was sweating. The back of my knees are moist right now. It's <laughs> 95 degrees in Sacramento. Oof. Um, I put in a service ticket. If they don't come in the next, but by the time this shit's over, if they don't come, I will call the office and be like, I pay way too much goddamn money for this shit to continue. Mm, I'm not happy. <laughs> so no. um, this was a good episode. The best one of this season. That's not hard to be. But it felt like maybe someone stepped in and was like, bro, this needs to be more of a show. We need to have more of a flow, storylines. Well, and we said yesterday when we were recording our little Mm -hmm. mini catch up. This episode like came out a little bit early. Yeah. And so I just wonder if they're not getting like the streaming numbers that they want, especially because the premiere had like, they were like trying to pad, like this is the highest premiere of whatever. Of Hulu history. <laughs> but it's like Hulu doesn't usually do like release dates. They either do shows that premiered on cable or it's like the whole series. Online. Yeah. It's not fucking Netflix. You're not Stranger Things. Yeah. <laughs> Meet that stat. So it just, yeah. So I wonder, yeah, if they were dipping and they were like, we got to like put this one out early. We got to definitely think drama. so. I agree with that because also I don't think if you look at ratings, like on other sites, they're not good. I saw something Kim posted about like, what's your favorite moment tweeted? It might end up on a billboard, which is strange. So I'm like, they're really like, come on, tell us how great the show is. <laughs> And it's just, and it's not so much the show. It is bad. Okay. It is bad. The structure of the show is what makes yeah, it bad. They're lost. You know, yeah. like we were talking about this yesterday. It's like, there's certain documentary style stuff where it's like, it is actually a documentary. And then there's yeah. like reality shows and it's like, they're lost somewhere in between. Yeah. And <laughs> I promised I dedicated to watch the Trixie and Katya like review shows for Netflix. <laughs> so I watched that like all day today to get me in like the mindset mm-hmm. when I watched the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. And one of the ones they reviewed was the first um, episode of Selling Sunset. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I watched that, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it was so like over the top. But like, if that's what it's going to be, that's what I want to watch. And like, everybody cares about the personal lives of the Selling Sunset people now mm-hmm. because their show is like insane. And there's like this part where they go to a restaurant and like the billboard of them is up and it's ridiculous. And so like this whole time, like Trixie and Katya are like roasting the billboard but it's like that's if that's what you're gonna do kardashians that's what we need like we yeah. need insanity yeah yeah i need yeah. more chris in the bathtub with her jewel <laughs> or um, be actually real there's yeah. somewhere lost in the middle yeah i think this was good because we clearly had like a plot b plot c plot it was a nod to the old structure and maybe yeah. going forward they'll they'll do that more because it also didn't seem usually after about two scenes, I'm like, fuck, how much longer is this? Yeah. But I found myself when they got to the Tristan part, I was like, oh, we're all already done. So it was easier yeah. for me to digest 
It definitely uh, felt a little bit more familiar. I th- more familiar, still, yeah. There's still this element of like forcedness to it, like force on Kim's it. part. Let's be honest. Yeah, Kim's stuff is like, really forced. Even when like the when Steph Shep is talking to Courtney. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> when Chloe's going over like the diversity. Well, the baby okay. shopping, shopping for too. Kylie's baby was like, I mean, this even is that, necessary. I'm like, that's fine. They closed that store down to go like have a stupid conversation. <laughs> that's normal reality TV stuff. But then when like Chloe's talking about like the model search and like being involved and like, I never saw myself in models. The, all of that stuff feels like pretty heavy handed. I will say that that comment, I was like, okay, girl. But I did enjoy seeing Chloe with the good American stuff. It's probably this, yeah. the only thing I've enjoyed this whole series just, exactly. she just did. because, I mean, obviously, something. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. Some of her comments when she's like, I used to have to go to the basement to find my jeans when I was bigger. You weren't that much. Like, what you weren't. Store is like, let me go to the attic and get tri- size triple XL. Like, 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 you were not my 600 pound <laughs> life. Like, what are you saying? But I, I, because I had noted last week and I didn't say it because I saw the previews, but I had noted how we, Chloe really hadn't did, did anything this season. Like we didn't see any up until now, which is episode nine. She is re- really not given us much besides well, that house she moved in, but and I, I was happy about think, this. Especially one. with the cringiness of all the Tristan stuff. I do think Chloe, especially compared to Kim, because Kim is like a psychopath. <laughs> at this point with her like branding obsession i do think chloe takes like her good american stuff really seriously mm-hmm. like do i think it's necessary no <laughs> like when she's like modeling for them and they're like yes honey like i was like <laughs> well, this is and they were talking about the retailers i was like what retailers sell good american because i've seen it like i ignore some rack Zara well, as of late, but that's super, yeah. super, super fucking exactly. recent. Okay. And I feel I temporary. And like she's talking about the ads, like these models will be like the ads. I'm like, mm. where are the ads? Instagram posts. Instagram story. <laughs> but nonetheless, I do think I did feel a sense of sincerity. Yeah. Coming from Chloe. And I do her like sort of obsessive personality that she's maybe in denial about. Uh I think it's like a good channel for her to yeah. like take that seriously instead of like organizing Oreos or like dressing true and ugly clothes or ma- throwing parties for a man that refuses to acknowledge your existence. So I think that part was cool. But yeah, when she's like, when she's giving this like long winded speech about like diversity and, you know, visibility of, I was just kind of like, okay, like, yeah, that part you could have maybe could have left out. Uh, but I like every brand does that now. Every yeah, it's, it's on trend. But I did enjoy see her like working with Emma and talking about the model search and using her platform. Blah blah blah. It's it felt like a more organic way, a more organic product placement that we yeah, see. Exactly. Like, let's be honest, she's just trying to sell these jeans, but well, it felt like, organic. What celebrity doesn't now yeah. like have this shit? Actually, which reminds me, from the Trixie Katia show I was watching, they were talking about Cameron Diaz. And one of her, like, first movies, now I can't remember, it was, like, The Mask. Mm-hmm. Her wine thing that she has now is, like, named after the name that she had in that movie. Something like that. But I was, like, mind blown. Uh, and it reminded me, yeah, every celebrity has a thing now. So, 
they don't have to sound like they're reinventing the will. Like the whole narrative, like, oh, I never saw myself in models and because I, I was bigger than my sisters or Kim being like, Robert Kardashian told me how to dye my tights with coffee beans. Like, we don't need that. Just be like, yeah, Chloe's segment felt- told me to get a brand because I'll make more money. Yeah. Like, Chloe's segment felt really organic. It was fun, um, lighthearted. Oh, it was just a breath of fresh air. Um, so on the plane, we found out, or this episode, we found out what the surprise was. Pete had sent her dibs, which I don't know what that is because I don't eat candy, but, um, dibs, I guess is like a chocolate balls. Okay. Oh, it's ice cream balls. It's like bonbons. I was real into them in high school. They have them at the movie theater and it's like little balls of ice cream. Like bonbons. That's what I know. I don't know what a bonbon is. Oh. <laughs> I trust. See, no, everyone's all over the place. Yeah. Uh, but the dips are like, they would be in the freezer at like the movie theater, theater or like the gas station. And it was like little balls of ice cream. Then they'd be dipped in chocolate that okay, was like yeah. hardened. And then you could get ones that were like uh, Nestle Crunch or Snickers or whatever, like with candy like mixed in. Okay, they're definitely like, like pop-ups. Like they, they you know, they're like kind of like dipping dots where it's like they melt faster because they're like these little things. Okay, they're definitely bonbons. Bonbons are the same thing. It's just a different name. If you remember on Married with Children, Peg used to oh, sit yeah. on the couch and eat bonbons all day. That I is what bonbons were like um, truffles. You know, well, like, I don't actually, you know what? They probably are. Don't even quote me because I'm thinking, <laughs> I probably don't know what they are. As a non-sugar know. eater, I shouldn't even participate in this conversation. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> even know or care. What I hate about all of this is that Kim <laughs> forced this into being a reveal from a previous episode. Oh, yeah, like a to-be-continued. And then went on and on about how sweet it was for like, forever oh my god weird infatuation with being like normcore like oh my god he wanted to go to thrifty right aid so i wanted to fuck him on that ice cream counter it's like it's not cute to be like we're so rich that this one dude who pretends to not be rich but is very rich Right. Once you go get ice cream at the store, like every normal person. Well, I think that was my thing about that dinner. We'll we'll jump ahead a little bit. The dinner she had with those two friends, those random friends ever. God, they look terrible. Too. They look terrible. They they clearly the work photoshoppers. There is, and they look so bad on camera. They had the and they had clearly had a script of like questions to ask him because, um, well, first of all, Kim was like, oh, and can I get the little chocolate things? Which I think she was still ordering dibs. At dinner, so that I noted yeah, how. Like, why don't we just say dips? You're obsessed with these because you got horny at the right aid. Like, why would you <laughs> horny make... at the right aid? Do you guys got leftover dibs? Well, and then it's, it's just so weird. I it's like weird. It's her very head. Weird. She's she... playing this character, and everyone around her is just like lapping it up. And it's, it's trying like, to sell this image of how how um, non-Kanye Pete is. Like, oh, the little things. Oh, we just, like, go to Rite Aid and walk the aisles. Yeah, I mean, Kanye probably knew what dibs are. Like, <laughs> like Kanye, oh, you grew up in a more normal life. Right. Than, it's so just to be normal. Oh, just oh, no drama. And it's like, girl, please give it a rest. There was, fair, I do think Kanye probably would be like, we're not going to a Rite Aid. They're I wouldn't go either. Fat. 
But like, why would you go to a Rite Aid? Right. I'm not going. I make way too much money to go get my own ice cream. (laughs) Like, I'm not doing that. But there was this one sentence she said, um, oh, yeah, Pete told me. He was like, I'm going to grow on you. I'm going to grow on you. And I was like, okay, we'll see. And I'm thinking, that's funny because you basically told us. You said you stopped him. Phone number, you dumb bitch. Talked him like, two episodes ago. What are we talking about? I just don't think like, she needs I to was work just this hard. TF, and then he ended up being the nicest guy on the planet. And BDE LGBTQIA plus. <laughs> she, <laughs> like she loves the idea <laughs> that Pete was like this punchline of like everyone dates him and yeah, like advances yeah. their career. She loves the idea that she's going to be the exception to the rule. Like, I don't really want him, but then I did want him. And then like, and now I'm going to it down because he dated all these other girls. And then he was considered the Hollywood like date around guy. But now he met me and he's like, pussy's so fire. I'm not leaving. <laughs> I just don't think she needs to work this hard to sell the relationship. Like, we like, don't just, care. Just film. Just let it be. Just please, just if you're trying, if you want to date this man, weird but fine. But the stories are just like a nauseating, so forced, and it's like forced. And I don't even think they have like a fake relationship. I just think she makes everything has to be some sort story. of character, yeah, and story and narrative and blah, blah, blah. even <laughs> Sports Illustrated. No one even cares about the Sports Illustrated swimsuit. Oh, can we anymore. talk about that? That's a great segment. No one cares anymore because it <laughs> it's not that. Thing. Mm. I know physical thing that showed up at the newsstands or in your mailbox, and it would be like a reveal. Yeah, that was. Decades ago, yeah. literally no one cares anymore. It's like now if you told me you got the cover of Playboy and I'd be like, okay, so okay, not like, a whatever. Thing. <laughs> well, and, and then she's like, we took we were saying last week she was like talking about being like a geriatric like model. She's like, is this the first over forty or the first per- old person? Well, fucking literally while we were recording last week, I looked it up. I thought it was like Helen Mirren. Is fucking Elon Musk mom. And by the way, if I pause super long, it's because I'm reading text from Kathleen. <laughs> and she had said that. Like, oh and God. I paused because I was like, why are we talking about Elon Musk's mom in the chat? So that's why I had these like long pauses. That's but how yeah. Much I don't <laughs> care about Sports Illustrated. There yeah. was like five people who got covers. There is no cover because no one gets magazines anymore. Yeah, it's not a cover. Like Sierra had one, for God's yeah. sakes. No shade, but Sierra, she yeah. done anything <laughs> remarkable. What's the stage do you speak of? I always think of that really <laughs> tweet. Good luck yeah. booking the stage you speak of. The like old lady like still got it. I thought was Helen Mirror. Who looks a lot like Helen Mirror yeah. in your defense. Because I, I was on board. Oh, I was like, I was yeah. Like, some lady from Bridgerton or something. No, it was <laughs> Elon Musk mom. Like right. the actual worst person. Well, the, the person that gave birth to one of the worst she's people among on the planet. The worst people. Like they could have uh, probably the now if they would have got Chris Jenner, bitch. <laughs> that would have been a story. bitch. I would have <laughs> gave them all the fucking props. You get Chris Jenner in their bathing suit, bikini shoot, then I'm impressed. But Kim, it's like Corey, a couple shoot. Yeah. Right. <laughs> when have we ever seen Corey? We need Corey in those hoochie daddy shorts on yeah, the like cover little, of Sports like Illustrated. Like, yes. Tank top. Oh my God. Let's do it. 
screaming out, Material Girl! Material Girl! <laughs> Meanwhile, the editor-in-chief of Sports Illustrated is like, Oh my God! Oh, she I was sucking so cool. major dick. Such a girl boss. Like, so that amazing. shows you how far Sports Illustrated is. So gone. modern. She's the uh, like just the typical modern girl. She's she not. Has COVID, and she's probably going to give it to all of us. But she's still out here. Yes, hunty work girl boss. She's amazing. Yeah. She's a modern woman, which I don't judge her <laughs> too much for saying that because it's her job to kind of like pump the talent up and make them excited about it honey you're doing amazing so i feel like that was more of her just putting on like yeah she's just so amazing she works so hard and and she's like you're seeing kim's work ethic yeah we don't care but you don't need to be like she is the epitome of the modern woman she's hot but she She also and she's the business she's a she said i wrote it down she said (laughs) uh because it's very made up she said she's a boss she's a babe she's a mom She's a friend. Um, like those bots, you know those bots that like spit out. She breathes air. It's like, it's like a bot, like for white feminism, just like boss, girl, daddy, hunty. These yes, keywords, yes. slang to the gods. Love her down, work bitch. Like Smash. she probably just like Google all that shit before the shoot. Like fuck, what am I gonna say about this bitch? Uh, she's a mom. No offense to the Sports Illustrated uh, editor-in-chief lady, but she just looked like this, like, mom lady who's like, God, we're, like, in the fucking Bahamas. Oh, she definitely was like, I I'm do just, not want to be I here. I have this job. <laughs> yeah. I'm moving up the ranks. They probably she, pay well. She's just like, yeah. She did She did look like, like she had been so through it. Sick, but she's, like, here. Wow. Wow. She's do- Even though she... Look, feels like dog food. She is doing it. She is just. She oh, is not everybody can look good in that girl boss goals. No, not everyone can look good in that. Oh my god, you. Oh my god, look at her. Go girl. Inside, she's like, when the fuck are we leaving this hell hole? <laughs> like, if someone doesn't bring me a glass of fucking Chardonnay. I'm gonna murder someone. You know what's? Oh God! I always bring up the best reality show ever, the Lindsay Lohan one, where they spent the oh. whole show trying to shoot the show, and the director, whatever photo shoot, just talked mad shit about her. <laughs> Even Oprah, if Oprah's tired of your shit, pack it up, pack it up, hang it up, flat screen. But that she's like the total opposite. She's <laughs> like, yeah, girl, you're yeah, amazing. Girl, mess, give us mess. Like you have COVID, you, cool. You in a bikini? We've we never seen this now. before. Whatever. At least I'm getting a raise after this. This Ooh. is gonna be so groundbreaking. Kim Kardashian in a bikini, huh? Meanwhile, those shit leaked like right as it's happening. <laughs> Everybody knew she was doing this. I don't recall this coming out. Like there was not like a promotional splash of like the. Cover. It was like I, an it was like an Instagram post, and then they were done with. Yeah, it. I don't even think I've seen the pictures in situation of Sports <laughs> Illustrated. I see like my one or da- two pictures. My dad is a lifetime, like whatever subscriber. subscriber. Yeah, I I haven't seen this issue. Literally, no one fucking cares. <laughs> I think too because they had so many people. Like they had a lot yeah. of people of well, like look, shooting I, for this. When Tyra had that po- polka dot bikini, right. Cover iconic, yeah. Like that was a different world, different time, different it's time. World, we, it was an exciting moment. We weren't flooded with like information and like horrible things happening in the world. Do you think Gen Z gives a fuck that Kim did a photo shoot? Absolutely not. 
with Sports Illustrated of all things. Yeah, they do um, not even know what's going. Like, <laughs> Teacher Bay has given me some funny a- anecdotes from his students. They like literally barely even understand what the Kardashians are. Yeah, <laughs> and their immediate reaction is like, "Oh, like, I think they're like problematic." <laughs> Can I tell you, we're switch topics for two seconds. That's how I feel about the Kylie and Stoss collection. It's clearly targeted to young girls, like young, like it looks like a high school child collection. And it came out of nowhere. Yeah. Kylie is clearly like reeling over the fact that she was going to rebrand as Travis's wife. And then he like forgot about her again. (laughs) She like jumped back several years to like these coordinating outfits with Stoss. Yeah. I'm like, they were doing that for like a hot minute after the whole Jordan thing. Yeah. Like, is that Kylie's just like default when she's feeling like lonely? Or maybe whoever is in color coordinated best friend release. Well, I feel like it goes back to what we talked about, how everyone has to play their role in the brand. And they're like, well, Kylie, even though she's a mother of two, you have to be the young one. And you're you're still fun. You still have actual friends, even though you seem like you're a pretty bad friend to all of your friends. Well, they all have, like, worked for her at one time. But, like, she's the only one consistently making TikToks, as lame as they are. She's the more active one on TikTok. So I feel like they're keep making her. Think of it like a a boy band, right? Like, Nick Carter was, like, the young, cute one. And you're like, tell me. We need years to out for the exactly <laughs> years to get over that but i feel like they keep kylie in that bubble yeah and that's why we're getting this like bubble gum pink and the baby blue <laughs> um jesus and meryl i say like for the brand uh the brand is strong, the brand is strong yeah <laughs> the brand is strong. how strong yeah. is the brand sometimes they say <laughs> i i would love a second coming of the king kylie era totally yeah. i just I don't think Kylie has it in her anymore. She's like, no, she doesn't down care. to a fairly like insecure, like person. Maybe she's not insecure. I don't know, but she's just, she's kind of one note. And like, I think she's a little disenchanted with it all. And I feel like, because yeah. at one point they were like, Oh, Kylie's coming for Kim's throne. But I feel like Kylie was like, Kim, you can have it. Kylie, I'm going to go sit down. Yeah, I feel like Kylie's like, I don't really care. I don't give a shit. I just want to take pictures of my boobs. Even that, it's like, take pictures of boobs. I'm not even offended. I would like you to take pictures of your boobs. I just want you to be more excited about it. And she's not. But it's I like, feel like that's part of their machine. It's like, you've got to post this many times on social media. You need to post this. And Kylie and Kendall specifically give the bare minimum just to yeah. say, we fucking did it. But well, even like, Chloe's like that, too. She's not really, like... So mis- much of the, like, excitement and obsession with Kylie was that gross creepy american the fascination yeah. the fascination of her going from a child to an adult and like the sexualization of that she like went through but it's like we're past that now it was well, she, to begin with but we're past it now like you're and, you, and you're a whole ass mother with two kids let's yeah, not so forget she, she feels very lost i will i'm gonna give stoss this i think stoss is a good friend for this role because it seems like Stoss doesn't care and she has other friends. So yeah, Stoss, so, Stoss, Stoss isn't like how Jordan was. Stoss wasn't like living with Kylie. I didn't see like codependency. Yeah, I mean, Stoss did the weird like 
tattoo thing at one point, but I, I just think she's like, whatever, I'll get another tattoo. If I Matching BBLs. It's nothing to yeah. her because she's just going to go home. Um, but I just think the line seems a little bit, like you said, a little bit thrown together, a little forced, a little yeah, like, kitty. Oh, now I'm like a young girl that has my BFF when we were matching outfits, but like and pink and blue. It's just like, a little like, and hang. like I have dark hair and she's light hair and pink and purple. It's just like, okay. Anyway. But I think that's just the bubble that Kylie Cosmetics or whoever wants to keep that image of Kylie as the young one. Like we do young stuff over here. Like with Kim hitting her 40s, she's clearly trying to make this like transition into grown woman stuff. That's why her stuff is so oh, highly like priced. Jobbing it at us, whereas Kylie's like, what? What do you want me to post? All right. Yeah, Kim will give you a video of how she's using it, yada, yada, yada. Instagram stories. Kylie's like, here's that Instagram post, and I'm going to go lay down with Norman. Like, I feel like Kim's hostage. Against my will. Oh, you, like, you personally like, feel like hostage of Kim? Yeah, like I feel like <laughs> we are Kim's hostage. <laughs> and that's Or that's how she approaches us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In her marketing. It's like, did you fucking know that Pete got me dibs? It's just, ugh. Speaking of like hostile about it, it's like, look at this. I was on Twitter and Kim got accused of copying another like YouTuber's makeup line. Oh my God, I can't remember her name. It's the same girl that did her makeup and Kim was clearly annoyed with her, I believe. Do you remember that girl? Do you remember when, like, when she first came out with her contour kits and she, like, hit up all those influencers on YouTube and there was one that did her makeup and was hecka talking and Kim was clearly like, girl, just do this makeup so we can get get this over with. I don't remember it, but I do feel like, yeah, Kim definitely likes people who are, like, ass lickers. (laughs) And that's not, no disrespect to Mario because I think Mario's very talented, but she likes people that put her as the main character. Maybe that's the wrong girl. Oh, fuck. I should have wrote it down. And but I was, girl was probably not trying to outshine Kim, but was just being a normal person. No, she was definitely just hyped. She was just excited. Kim just and like, Kim was like, ah. She doesn't want anyone to act like they're more important than her. Yeah. yeah. Kim was just, I mean, the girl was hyped. And I feel like Kim was just like, eh. Desi Perkins. Oh, yes, yes. I follow her. Yeah, she has a skincare coming out, and the packaging between her skincare and Kim's is very, very similar. Now, me, I just assumed it was the nod to Yeezy, but like other people were like, it's just like Desi's. Well, I and don't Desi know. has like a pretty solid following. Yeah, she does. And it's like a fairly normal life. And she has like another, a best friend who also does skin, like makeup artists. Mm-hmm. And they've always had their thing. So there are people that came out like kind of in those, like you said, YouTube early stages. And it's kind of interesting because Kim loves doing stuff late and then acting like she invented it. So that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Meanwhile, Kim's still hanging out with like the annoying cousins from WAGs. Like they haven't even been on WAGs in like years. Speaking of that, great segue back. She could collaborate with Desi, but instead she's just going to be like, fuck you, I'm selling your idea. Great segue back into the episode. This is when I was saying it felt like they had a script because Natalie just asked Kim like, are you worried about the haters on this shoot? And I'm like, what? That is what such haters? a random. No one cares. <laughs> That's a random question. Why would anyone hate on a Kim Kardashian in a swimsuit for Sports Illustrated? It's pretty I on brand. A thousand other things to complain <laughs> about that she's gonna selectively ignore. 
The yeah. last thing I care to complain about is like, why is this old thirsty bitch doing Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition that doesn't exist anymore? Yeah, Sports <laughs> Illustrated hasn't been like exclusively for like supermodels in a very long time. Call me Deborah Messing, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that girl from Will and Grace. You know? That girl from Will and Grace. <laughs> There's some girl from Will and Grace. Some girl. I wish that Kim did that on purpose. I really don't think she did. I feel like someone told her to say that because that that was like shady. Like that was true shade. Some girl from yeah, I had wrote it was the hate delivered well. Like I want to give Kim credit, but I know that I know that Kim is not capable of that. Yeah, I wrote that. Like I wrote the note. Strange question when she's you're just asking about haters. Like, well, what could they say? I'm like, nobody's gonna well, say anything. It's fine. Sitting there, like offering like random commentary they're useless and i actually think the one cousin with the lighter hair the blonde one or whatever yeah, yeah. she was fun when what yeah. black was on i didn't watch it he always plays second fiddle to the other one and the other yeah. one is like a corpse that like makes <laughs> sound like i just but that's what kim loves until if until one of them would think that they're actually the shit like larsa kim would cut them off it's so funny whenever I comment on Kardashian stuff on some Instagram, people think I'm her because her name's Natalie Halcrow or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And my Instagram <laughs> name is Natalie the Hero. So sometimes people are like, oh, at first I was going to say, I can't believe Natalie said that. I'm like, no. Oh, that Natalie has like not an ounce of a single iota of personality. So no, no, no. I was just, I was very surprised she was she had them with her, but I guess to make it seem yeah, whatever makes her seem like a girl's trip <laughs> like well get some more interesting friends like please I where's watched, lala <laughs> like i watched wags and that was like a long time ago and that's like i will defend larsa because larsa larsa brought the drama who lives for drama and they love to talk about how she was the nicest person ever yeah so they got annoyed that she was confident and being like their spokesperson yeah, yeah. It's kind of fucked up. It's like, well, why did she think she could share that information? Because you guys hyped her up because she gave you access to an NBA player. She gave you access to brown kids for your kids to hang out with. She gave you access to whoever the fuck you were hooking up with in Miami. And then you decided she got too big for her britches, which is fucked up because Larsa... Larsa had her own stuff going. She didn't care. She, now she's raking in the dough on OnlyFans and Real Housewives, so... Larsa used to bring the tea, honey. Um, yeah. I think that's all for Kim and DR. She shot something for Skim Slim, whatever. Oh, um, <laughs> Courtney, okay, so what I think you referenced this earlier. Courtney had lunch. I don't know what the hell they were eating, but Courtney had lunch with Steph Chef. Apparently, she has to, she needs to eat quail eggs to make a baby. I don't know where she got this from because she said a doctor didn't tell her. She didn't even confirm this information. So if you read Poosh, that should give you some uh, reassurance. I mean, she sounds so dumb. And again, we talked about this a little bit in our our little extra episode we did yesterday. We got a lot of great information from some of our listeners on IVF. Like, she could elaborate. Like, this where did you get this from? This woman has had three children. She's talked about pregnancy before, how much she loves pre- She could say, this is where I heard it, or something. She's just like, I'm eating quail eggs. I don't know if I'm in or something, but, like, I'm eating them. And then Steph Shub even goes, 
behind the iron curtain or whatever you call it, the fourth wall. And it's like this stock price of quail eggs is going to go up because you said that. It's like they know. Oh, the producer said that in her little interview. Yeah. Which oh, okay, it yeah, is, yeah. it's it's, it's like you know when they say dumb shit like that. It's like it, and maybe Courtney is just mindless and like Courtney is like Kim who put poop on her face. Like maybe Courtney's like, I'll put like a rock up my butt if I get pregnant. Like that's fine, just say that. And isn't she vegan? Yeah, and it's like okay, so you're gonna eat quail eggs, but you want to explain the IVF process more thoroughly <laughs> for people who are watching. And and at least quail eggs I doubt are gonna like make anyone sick. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was interesting. But, like, you can't put that information just out there willy-nilly. But I thought the most interesting part about that was, like, again, I think they're trying to emphasize this, like, realistic, like, documentary in style filming where she's talking about she doesn't like to edit. And we're all ex-executive producers and we get to watch her edit. But meanwhile, they're sitting having this very calculated, forced, planned, produced lunch and Steph Shep is asking her very canned questions mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's like I think what are you trying to hide and now now our new conspiracy theory is yeah. that she didn't freeze her eggs she froze embryos that were fertilized fertilized or whatever by Scott sperm yeah so it's like I felt like this whole thing was a way to be like the producers and that's like the kiss of death in reality tv yeah when you Mama blame the producers Drew, yeah Paul fucking hates when people complain about an edit Bravo does too. Andy Bravo, will be Andy, Andy will be like, no, we The Bachelor, and it's not to say that producers of reality shows yeah. don't manipulate edits. But again, you're saying that you're an executive producer, Courtney, and your show, the show is so obviously heavy-handed by them. The mm -hmm. Kardashians, not Hulu. I don't think Hulu has a point of view. They're just like, whatever, get us some clicks. <laughs> uh, whereas E had a little bit more hand in it because they started the show it was just like it felt like they wanted to prove that it was something like outside of them that was like well, i'm just living my life i don't like they're making it seem like drama scott's over there it's not that big of a deal and it's like who are you trying to convince here well, I think that is a good theory. And also it could have been them throwing Courtney a bone. Like, okay, we'll let you film like something that breaks it down. So you can feel like you don't have. I did appreciate you know I mean? when she said, like, I feel like I'm just the person that is like, all right, Courtney, you're going to be the drama. Cause I think that was part of the reason she was so frustrated. The last few seasons of the E show. Yeah. Was cause she was like letting them just, air all her dirty laundry and then Kim is like trying to push this narrative that Courtney was lazy where it's like maybe she is lazy but she's bearing the brunt of the storyline well that's why I said so, I think they're just throwing her a bone like hey we'll film a yeah. scene where you can talk about how you weren't really in control of this and how it's not that big of a deal however given our new theory I thought it was interesting they focused so much on Scott like oh and even Steph Shep said yeah like why aren't we telling about the fairy, fairy tale because you've been in a toxic relationship all these years has she she broke up with Scott seven years ago is what I'm told and you were with cool. Eunice before then, Travis so yeah, what are we talking even, about even Steph Shep was like Courtney says like I'm tired of being asked about it yeah then Steph Shep asked her about it <laughs> Well, she did disclaimer and said that's what the viewers want to see. Yeah, exactly. Because Steph Shep is a company player. She's yeah. 
if she's on camera, she's signed a contract. She's she's been told what they're going to talk about. So it was like literally, or with Courtney, the, at like, least with the objective of this conversation yeah, exactly. is yeah. Courtney's like, I'm just. She's like, I feel like I get asked about stuff, and then it becomes the thing. And she's like, I just we don't need to be asked about it anymore. And then stuff yeah. starts like, well, do you still have feelings? <laughs> How do you feel? It's like okay, like like I said, I just thought it was. It was not believable. And I agree. And I do agree with Courtney. Like I'm ready. I too am ready to make the shift away from her and Scott. And like, let's focus on her and Travis a little more. And maybe we'll get that in season two. It was another thing where she was forced to do this. But also at the same time, like, don't blame the producers. Like you are the producer at this point. It's a stupid excuse. No one likes to hear when they're watching a show. And I do think that Courtney is in la la land with travis Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they all are and it's like great be happy be realistic but don't act like you didn't even speak to scott for the last seven years that's not true yeah yeah she's trying to make it yeah 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 meanwhile you guys will like bend over backwards to talk about tristan is the father of true and connie is the father of kim's kids like that wasn't even mentioned in that conversation. They, it was basically just like, Scott needs to get over it. The producers need to get over this drama. Like, it was like seven years ago. First of all, no, it wasn't. Second of all, you have three children together. They were the first children that were, like, incorporated into the show. Scott has no family. And you guys harped on this storyline for a decade. Every so year of keeping up ask, is Scott like, plot. Out of nowhere, like, the producers from Hulu were like, yeah. Let's insert Scott drama. No. Yeah. The call's coming from inside the house, and her name's Kristen Marie Jenner. And also, Courtney, wake up, smell the fresh coffee. I don't think they should be such man enablers with the father of their children. But at the end of the day, Scott is the father of her children. So if she wants to figure it out, call Scott up, figure it out. And if you are an executive producer... Say, this is how we're going to film for the rest of the season. Yeah, I'm hoping this conversation was, like, bringing it to a close. Like, their way of, like, this is how we'll tie this up. Because I'm quite bored of it. I agree with Courtney. Like, let's focus on the fairy tale or the, well, fairy tale. I'm putting quotes around that. But, like, let's move on. I started writing my vows. Two years ago. Why do these people keep saying this? Like, if she (laughs) knew Travis for so long, let's be honest. You guys didn't open the space in your mind for her and Travis to be together until two years ago because you guys were all obsessed with her and Scott getting back together. Yeah. For e- yeah, like I said, we're at Hulu we now. We could have been talking this shit it. about Courtney and Travis getting together a decade ago. Like he broke up with Sheena like uh, eons ago. Like, so why are you all acting like one day they made out and like magic happened? No. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, and that's why I put yeah quotes around fairy tale. But I do agree. I'd like to dive more into your relationship with Travis than focus on the Scott. Well, and I think it's I think it's okay to say like timing is everything with love, and it's like I was distracted by the possibility of someone who's my friend in Travis being a romantic connection. Because I was focused on my kids and Scott was still in the picture and my family was like pressuring me to think about getting back together with him. Like, be 
be a little more honest. Travis, I just think it's interesting. Day on a white horse. It's just interesting. There's no Eunice mentioned. Like yeah. there, she dated Eunice <laughs> for a guy. cool minute. Yeah. yeah, there was no Eunice mentioned. So it's all Eunice about Scott. Was the rebound for Scott. But then there was all this time after Eunice. Yeah, where they, and I don't think it was necessarily Courtney's choice, but like they played with the idea that they were going to get back together. Seasons. Like, Multiple like, seasons. Scott should be like, Eunice cheated on you too. Why the fuck are we never bringing him up? Eunice sucked, to be honest. But that was Courtney just He was fine as hell. So yeah, he was hot. And no regrets. Rebound and something. And she looked her best when she was with Eunice. She had great fashion, but he was mean to her. So like, forget him. Oh, what a moment. What a moment. Okay, so Chloe and Chris went to lunch, of course. And like we mentioned, uh, Chloe's eating a salad because they have to eat a salad on camera. And um, there are so many problems this episode <laughs> with talking about food. <laughs> we need to start putting like a, a disordered eating disclaimer on the show. Yeah, like, it should just be like, don't take this, don't take these people seriously. Like when Kim is talking like, about like, Kim I can't like, eat it's this. So sweet that Pete's assistant sent these. Dibs, mom, because we went to Rite Aid once and I my vagina got hard. Then it's like actually he might actually be a dick because I was eating dibs ten minutes before your swimsuit shoot is not going to make a fucking difference. Yeah, but she's gotta like you know sell it. Weird. It's like it and again if she actually believed that I'd be fine with it. She can be delusional. It's that she wants to seem normal. It's like she's trying to tell us, I'm so normal <laughs> that, like, I'm stressed about eating ice cream before my photo shoot, but also, like, how cute is my boyfriend? <laughs> it's like, yeah, so she's eating a salad. This was, <laughs> I thought it was interesting that she asked Chris if she was secretly married because that came out, I think, a couple years ago. I know years. I heard that from Gossip in the City. Which is like, well, then like Chris a, is like, look at my hand. Well, and then she said, I swear on my kids and Robert Sr. I mean, Robert Sr. She called him Papa, Daddy. Never rest. Never rest. But also, um, marriage licenses are public information. You could easily just look up if Chris and Corey are married. I have not because I don't really care too it was, much. It was another one of those stupid, like, inserted force conversations. Yeah. Where it's like, they want to create intrigue, so they like have this dumb conversation. She's like, "Look at my hand. What does that have to do with anything?" Which made a perfect segue into how Tristan's always talking about marriage. Like, marriage is the end goal. Like, he must be such a good guy that he's cheated on my daughter like seven thousand times. Um, but he talks to me about marriage. Marriage all the must time. Be a good guy, even though I've been married like three times and I cheated on my husband and he cheated on me and then he killed my best friend and then also oh, my daughter probably not my daughter so it's oh, like it's God. fine <laughs> <laughs> bitch I just want some transparency to this family Shut transparency up. <laughs> and continuity is all we're asking oh, for Caitlin, Caitlin that person that fathered two children and lived in my house for two decades they don't exist yeah, Look at that. Papa, Papa, Robert. <laughs> no, da- I swear on my kids and daddy. Um, I thought it was interesting. That's what murderers say, Chris Jenner. That's <laughs> what murderers say. <laughs> um, Tristan was definitely giving Chris lip service. Tristan has no interest 
not now, maybe in 30 years, but he has no interest in being married. I would woman. rather him not say that to me. I would believe him more if he didn't say That's that. Listen, it's complete lip service. Oh, yes. He's an I idiot. Married and build, it reminds me build back like, the trust. I know you're like not super into the Bachelor franchise, which is respectable. <laughs> Those episodes uh, are too long. But this girl who was, she was like picked on The Bachelor by Ari, who was literally the worst trash bachelor of all time they brought him back after a million years he sucked he picks her and then before the after the rose ceremony like aired he decided to go back with the other girl that he told Jesus Mm -hmm. and he tells her so then she becomes the bachelorette she picked this guy who actually was my brother's neighbor in Reno and I always had my suspicions I was like that guy's probably like real MAGA Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) and it turns out he like kind of liked all these like really like racist posts and she like apologized for him but then they they were engaged for like three years and she did a podcast with Rachel Lindsay who was like the first black bachelorette mm-hmm. and I feel like he was just like bringing her brand down and then when orange person ran for president her fiance like went off the rails and went full MAGA and they mm-hmm. broke up so then Fast forward to this past, like, Bachelor in Paradise, she came to Paradise, and everyone was like, whoa, like, she's a little older, she was the actual Bachelorette, like, usually it's, like, the rejects that go to Paradise, (laughs) and she ended up making, she, like, met with this guy that was supposed to be a villain on his season, and then everyone loved him as a couple, blah, 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 blah. Long story short, she proposed to him a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. People were like giving shit, like she was like desperate and he wouldn't ready, be ready for committing or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I actually think it gives him credibility because she's the one who's more famous than him. She's the one who's had these two like high pro- profile engagements and was probably a little nervous. So he was like, I'm chilling. Like I'm having a nice time with you. They moved in together. They share a dog, blah, blah, blah. blah. I'm like, that makes him seem more trustworthy than she did. like calling her mom and being like, I want to marry her so bad. <laughs> like he was just giving her her room to live. And she was like, actually, I'm ready now. And she was the person who needed to be ready. So that's like, that's a good example of like, it doesn't have to be like, they're so, obs- the Kardashians are so obsessed with this weird conventional idea of like, family like oh we have to get married and that'll prove to chris that i won't cheat on her again it's like what what does it have to do with anything (laughs) i think and i think it was awkward that you know and i don't know the timelines as we're filmed but when uh chloe was talking about building back trust but i'm like but you already are planning on moving in together so like where's the trust coming from like if he was able to leave the party that you threw for him Fly to Houston. This girl's texting him like, I have a birthday surprise. Probably on a burner <laughs> phone that Corey knows about. Like, let's be honest. You were giving him some freedoms. You were saying, like, don't ask, don't tell. We can, Oh, well, we can get into that since, okay, so, of course, Kim has the tea. Kim always has the juice, the drama, and she's, of the course. Like in- that never came out. That was filed in the court of law. 
And then she she's in the gym because, like I said, I said during our Tyra Mail episode, we are always in the gym on this new series. So she's I'm filming in the gym. Oh, my weightlifting gloves. I hate how inconvenient it is that he cheats on her when I'm filming. This is always oh. when I'm filming. Always when I'm filming. What are the odds? But it was clear she was on Daily Mail. And this story broke, at least on Daily Mail, the deposition. I'm going to call it a deposition. Sorry, lawyer, lawyer crew. I know it's probably not right. But his declaration, his declaration, it was on December 3rd, 2021. Um, so I guess Kim was up at the butt crack of dawn on Daily Mail. And I thought Chloe got up at 4.30 a.m. and made us all feel bad about our lives. Well, Kylie was like, she's usually up early. It was funny too that they still haven't called Kendall. It's so amazing how Kendall never makes it on these like sister calls. Well, and it's probably because they don't want to bring Kendall in because they're like, you're the one dating an NBA player. Really well, Kendall, I feel like would just be kind of like the the, the engagement. Do you even care about? <laughs> no, she'll be annoying. Because remember at the engagement, do you even care about Scott? Like, shut up. We don't need plastic surgery. You got. We don't need to do this. She'll like, be well, too like much. To be honest. <laughs> Kendall would probably say what I was thinking, which I hate to victim blame, especially a lady, but it's like, Chloe, if you didn't know that this was a possibility after he's cheated on you 50,011 times, like, what agreement did you have? Like, don't paint Chloe out to be some, like, they tried to make this whole episode seem like it's like they were all dumbfounded. And I wrote that too. They all were like super shocked. And that's why they wouldn't invite Kendall. Kendall would bring too much, too much realness to the conversation. I was team him. (laughs) Well, yeah. And you look like a dumb bitch for doing it. Like you are bad sisters. If my sister or any of my friends, if I decide to stay with the person that did me wrong, it's hard when you're a friend, you got to just like roll with the punches. But if they were like living up his asshole, like they were with Tristan, that's being, you're being a bad friend. Yeah. It's one thing to like mind your own business and just say, this is what she wants to do. But to be like team somebody, it's like, I don't know why I did that. It's so hard for it. And it's like, I want to know, let's be honest, all of you, Corey too. How could Tristan leave the party that was thrown for him? That was like the coming out party after Tristan was like supposedly in the doghouse. Leave the party, go sleep with someone, and get them pregnant. And during do, the panini, doing litigation. During and then the panini, Daily Mail's the first time you heard about it. No, absolutely not. Either either you're blindly choosing ignorance because it's easier than the reality, or you're lying. Well, I oh. think I'm not even sure. I think Buck Tristan, first and foremost, Buck Tristan. Buck. I think it's more so Chloe, I think, knew. I can see the the sisters not really knowing, but the fact that they were like, does Chloe know? Because I feel like that's type of the, like even Courtney was like, he should tell her before these things come oh. out. And I feel like Chloe knew. That's probably why she wasn't answering the phone yes. and being like, whoa, what's going well, and on? I think it's, a willf- it's a willful ignorance. You yeah, know? that's it yeah, yeah. Goes to pretend this reality because they like the story they like it's a pick me thing we always talk about how this feeling is such pick me it's like it's the idea that this player man that everyone thought was like the cheater reformed his ways because i'm such a goddess chloe my vagina's perfect i'm the sweetest heart true is perfect 
no offense to True because True is an icon. But it's like there's like this idea that somehow like she could, if he can reform his ways, that's how powerful of women they are. And it's like that all the sisters buy into it. And even Courtney's comment was kind of a giveaway to how this family operates. Where it was like he should let her know first before it hits the news. Yeah. Which is, like, I don't disagree, but I, yeah, but it's like, it she know that like, they know what's going on. So why are they trying to sell some story that like, he proved to my family that he loved me. And then even now in the present time, Courtney or uh, Chloe, Chloe put out that statement that like, he's a good guy. He's just not the guy for me. I'm like, no, he's not a good guy. He's not, I think I would better. He embarrassed you. You don't need to say that. You could say nothing and say like, yeah, we're good now. We're putting our child first. Just leave it at that. You don't need to say he's not the guy for me because he publicly cheated on me a bajillion fucking times after I paraded him around as this good guy. And it's not even a matter for me, good or bad. He should not be in a relationship. Yeah, he's just you don't have what it takes. Like <laughs> you, you don't, don't have need to caveat it as like yeah. he's just not the guy for me. Yeah, oh, wait, he's not the guy for you the first 17 times he cheated on you. And well, you made, he, she said at that he, like, lunch lashed out at Jordan, you lashed out at the fans, you lashed out at everybody, including your family. Like the lunch with Chris Sheets said, I believe people deserve multiple chances. So to me. I will say, I think Chloe knew he was still cheating. I will say, I don't think she knew a baby was coming out of it. Um, I think for me, I cringed. Like, I literally was like, ooh, when Kim said this random girl gets pregnant one time. First of all, like, get off her back. She's not random. I'm sure they've been fucking multiple times. They had sex before, bitch. Multiple times. Why would you send them that shit if they didn't have sex before? And And it Chloe it, can get yeah. pregnant easily because she did with True. So like, and it was weird that they were like, they were like, oh, and she's having a baby boy, and Chloe wants a baby boy. I'm just like, we're focusing on the wrong things here. Yeah, like, <laughs> let's not even talk about that. Just he's having a baby. About, well, in one of our little like, it was like a astrology or tarot card like reading that was like circulating talked about how Chloe she's a cancer like myself unfortunately we love idiots um but also something about like the trauma with her dad who maybe wasn't really her dad biologically and having to pretend this lie her entire life uh one of those like tiktokers talked about how she has this like sort of almost like obsessive need to be the like forgiver and like the mender and the maternal figure and you see that all the time like she's the youngest like she shouldn't like even this episode when she's talking about Kylie it was like very weird because it's like Chloe is the youngest of Courtney and Kim and Robert Mm -hmm. or Robert Robert's the youngest but the youngest girl yeah Uh, but yeah it's just like there's like this need that she like desperately has to prove that she's like the forgiving one. Yeah. But it's unsustainable. First of all, go to therapy. Uh, But also like it comes from a place of like fulfillment where she's trying to fill something in herself. Yeah. And it's like Kristen's out here not giving a single garbage fuck. Yeah. If anything, he gets like 
arise out of like doing things he's not supposed to be doing. I think she needs a healthier way to forgive. Like you can forgive and let it go. You don't need to forgive and let people back in with the same privileges and access to you. And I'm not a philosopher. I'm a graphic designer. I'm not deep enough to know what psychological issue this is. But the idea, like the amount of value that they place on a person's like genetic contribution of inseminating an egg is just, maybe it's the patriarchy. Maybe it's like their family's history. I don't know, but it's just, it's sad and weird and like depressing how much weight that they put into like, Oh, this person fathered this person. So like we have to give them like a thousand and a half like chances Speaking back to the babying that Chloe and Kim were kind of touching on a bit. It's just, it's just, it's weird. And like, I will say like, I think they were restrained Mm -hmm. in not making this girl who did get pregnant sound like the asshole. Cause Mm -hmm. in previous situations they have. Yeah. I think they. Well, it's to be continued. So (laughs) you never know. Like, Remember when, like, Scott had, like, girls over and Kim's like, these whores. What a whore. Like, Get what the out, fuck? you slut. <laughs> like, the person knew what he was doing. And, like, and that person, the, the person procured a child that's going to exist and grow into this world. Like, it's just, it's just so weird that they're able to, like, dissect and be like, Chloe wanted a boy so bad. Why did you want a boy? Like, yeah. why were we, like, it'll be so perfect if I have a girl and a boy and they both have the same dad and we're so cute, like, why does that have to be the perfect family unit? Like, I've said this a thousand times on the podcast. I love Kate Hudson. Just being like, yeah, mm, my kids all have different dads. I don't give a fuck. And they all Morally. hang out. And everyone's fine. Like, Gwyneth Paltrow's, like, out hanging out with Dakota Johnson, her, you know, Chris Martin's new girlfriend. Like, why can't they just be like that? Like, there's something sick and, like, demented in their brains. And maybe we need to blame society. I don't know. But it's just this episode especially, I feel like, it was just, like, painful to watch. And, like, I do genuinely feel bad for Chloe. But at the same time, it's like, why are you acting like this was, like, the illuminating moment? Well, I'm hoping we're Jordan for an entire season. But this is the illuminating moment? I'm hoping we're entering a new era in Kardashian where they kind of abandoned that whole philosophy with Courtney trying to have a baby with Travis and Kim dating Pete and Chloe getting rid of they, Tristan for they good. Are literally a blended family. It's like, do you resent those years that you were a blended family? But like somehow Kylie and Kendall aren't blended, even when they have a different dad. Like it's just like weird how much value they place on like a particular type of family it makes you feel like they're resentful of their own past because their own past isn't perfect. But they constantly talk about Papa, Papa Robert, Kardashian Senior Esquire, RIP. Like, there wasn't this blip in the timeline where he, like, wasn't the, married to Chris, you know? Or Caitlyn wasn't married yeah. to Chris. <laughs> Caitlyn was straight up married to Chris for, like, two decades and produced two children. I don't think we need to talk about Benny drama too much. I mean, it was a fun moment, but it's nothing to to break down. I was happy for him. 
I was skeptical when I saw some of like the clips where Courtney was like, ah, it's kind of like an exaggeration of me. But then I felt like in the actual interaction, like she was game for it. I think she didn't necessarily like want to humor too much, but like she was game for it. So yeah, it was fine. It was cute. Um, I loved I when she didn't know <laughs> the name of the conference. I love that. She's the- just. She's like, um, the poosh wellness, um, <laughs> fair. Travis and I have been having sex so much. Well, I just want to know who actually goes. Those tickets are expensive. Like, I, well, and they're hell expensive. Wasn't it virtual, too? Yeah, it yeah. Virtual? And it was virtual. On top of that, I'm like, oh, my yeah. God. Hopefully, hey. they got some good product, like a good swag bag. Yeah. That. Send me something. Um, obviously, the episode ended on to be continued, but exciting. Next week is the season finale. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Woohoo. So, yeah, that's that on that. Let's do some Tyra Mail. Tyra Mail. Let's do some Tyra Mail. It's sitting Tyra in a fucking Mail. sauna. <laughs> so hot. Um, let's do Scott's Talentless Girl. Ooh, shade. Hello, Nat and Kathleen. I'm not, I am not writing this drunk or high. I'm writing this in the middle of my workday because I just saw an Instagram, an Instagram comment from the Lord that has me distraught. This is about Scott's new or old or young girlfriend. Who knows? D-list girlfriend, Holly Scarphone. Now X. Now X. Now X. As we read that now X. So it might not be exciting to anyone except me. Therefore, I'm not offended if you don't read this on the pod because it might be irrelevant. Um, sorry, she has included like two different emails and some it needs to be anonymous. So I'm just going to try to edit it really quickly. Um, I went to school with Holly. I only met her a couple times, but we had a mutual friend and one of my current friends dated her in high school. The high school was really small and I'm not trying to like dox myself in case anyone cares enough for this email. Not even sure if I should have read that part, but whatever. <laughs> I know Holly, not personally, but I've met her and had some mutual friends. She did this random TMZ interview after THTH. Do you know what that is? No. And after, <laughs> I don't either. After being seen They're with- so old. <laughs> right, THTH. Okay. And after being seen with Scott at Nobu in Paris Fashion Week and said that he had been asking around about her and they hung out, but it was really casual. Basically, the only they only went out a few times and moved on. Now she just posted herself modeling, talentless, and Scott comments. I can think of a few talents you have right off the top of my head. No pun intended. I'm crying, screaming, throwing up, knowing that I have had a conversation with this girl. Not to be dramatic. So she came to the Hulu. Premiere. premiere with him like yeah date, which was weird all in of itself <laughs> yeah she was basically being used for sure and i'm sure she didn't mind so two things i wanted to say that i've actually never really heard anything negative about holly and have nothing bad to say about her the few times i met her she was really sweet and surprisingly funny i'm mostly just shocked that i have crossed paths with someone that has performed fellatio on Scott <laughs> <Disick>. <laughs> um you know we were talking about the horny word earlier Uh and how it's gross and even the p word the p-u-s-s-y word i said earlier i don't like that word either fellatio that's a good word it's a good scientific word yeah it's very professional sounds yeah it sounds interesting and exotic it has scientific meaning and it also has um explicit meaning that's a good word 
Um, it says, do you think that these relationships are legit or PR for Scott's girlfriend? Maybe not Sophia, but she was around for a while and the Iceland trip hot tub scene still haunts me, but his dating history makes me think this is just a business arrangement or Scott is just getting his dick wet. And these girls are getting featured on daily mail. And he spent way too long writing this, but I had to share now to get my fucking ass up back to work. As they say, Girl, during amazing studies, I'm so glad the pod's back. I don't think it's in, in the case of Scott. I don't think it's PR. I don't think he's important enough for someone to be like, you need a PR relationship with Scott Disick. I do think he'll just find a pretty girl so he doesn't look so he looks like he has something going on too. Yeah. And I think you know, to this writer's point, kind of like how Jordan's mom, what is Jordan's mom's name? Um oh Jordan, my God. what is whatever Woods, Jordan's mom's. I feel like some of these girls that you know come come into the circle. Liz, yeah. Uh, I'm sure some of these moms are like, well, you'll, this will be high profile, which is rightfully so. Like, mm-hmm. she got her name out there in press. Like, she got to go to some events. She's going to be able to network with people who are at these other things. So I don't necessarily know for, like, Tenali's point, I don't know that Scott is the type that's, like, scouting, whereas, like, when Kanye found Julia Fox... Like, there was some scouting happening, I think. Yeah. I don't necessarily know that Scott is that deep or has, like, that talented of people around him. But I do think, should it come up, I'm sure some of these girls, like, had someone in their camp that was like, yeah, wouldn't hurt to, like, humor this idea for a little while. So, and as I've said with Kim and Pete, if they bone and get something out of it, great. Like, I don't... I don't believe in like the linear, like fake and not fake relationship. I think there's a very blurred line amongst these people. Like uh, Michael B. Jordan, Lori Harvey was a hundred percent PR. Did I think they have a good, they had a good time during this? Yeah. They probably might be boned and made out a couple times, but at the end of the day, it was never going to Lori Harvey as beautiful as she is, is not Michael B. Jordan's type and vice versa. I don't think Michael B. Jordan is Lori Harvey's type. Well, and they both benefited out of it. Yeah, well, I think Lori benefited more than Michael B. Jordan because yeah, nobody is watching a Michael B. Jordan movie. Sorry, babe. We're just not. No, but like he also wanted to prove that he would date non-white. A black girl. It's like mission accomplished. Check that box off. Social ranks, which good for fucking her. Like, move up the ranks. Yeah, it's like that. But with but to Kathleen's point and my point, Scott's just not that type of celebrity. Yeah. I just really think he uses, and that's why he gets younger girls because he's older and has more. Well, and I'm sure those you know. girls' parents are like even more desperate to be like, or parents or uh, agents or whoever. A younger girl that's coming up is probably like, yeah, take this opportunity while you can. It might not come back. So fucking pretend to date this old man. Yeah, and Scott just needs just somebody sad, so he yeah. doesn't. He's, <laughs> Scott's constantly in competition with Courtney because when Courtney got with Eunice is when Scott got with Sophia. I like mean, Sophia was petty because Sophia was not only Kylie's friend, Sophia was friends with Eunice. Yeah. That was a serve. And they did it for a long ass time. But now she's living her best life. She's engaged. She looks gorgeous. Yeah. And I don't know if I would call it a serve. I think it's just a young girl made a mistake. Not, yeah. Not- <laughs> Not that's not to give Scott credit, but I'm saying like that was actually like an intentional petty move. 
And I believe that relationship was off more authentic than yeah. whatever else got. But yeah, and to be fair, like Sophie didn't know any better because she was a fucking child. That's why I said that's just a young girl who made him a, a dating mistake. Him. And Lionel's over there like, uh, I'm way too famous for you to be doing this. Um, let's do Kim is somewhere punching the air. Um, I always think of that white lady like strangling the curtain, the curtains and <laughs> pulling it down and shit. <laughs> I'm just gonna dive right in. Travis gives me heartburn. Once my friend pointed out that Travis looks almost identical to Lord Voldemort, I'll never be able to unsee it. But man, Kim really miscalculated this one. In her defense, no one saw iron deficiency cheek being so in i'm looking at you colson though i think <laughs> that's Michigan and kelly's real name in case anyone is not like up on it in case nobody knows who oh yeah that's right because he's trying to change his name like, anyway that's a whole I'm other Coulson thing now and i, I don't like colson and i drank each other's blood last night but it was only ritual He's like, I don't do that black music anymore. Call me cool. <laughs> yeah, I already exploited a culture that's not mine. So now I'm ready to right. be an artist. Leaving MJK, MGK in the hood. Thanks. Though I think we've all come to the agreement that it's not really giving anymore. Think about it. Travis and Kim would would have actually had a decent background story that's pretty similar to her and Kanye. The whole never the right time till it was kind of thing. I think that's what's trying to be portrayed with Courtney and Travis. Only there is published evidence he had a boner for Kim for years we all know Kim loves a storyline and this one could have been a really good one now we have to settle for this Pete thing it feels like part it feels like that part in Mean Girls when Regina tells Gretchen that fetch was never gonna happen to me Kim and Pete are like chocolate covered fruit great separate but completely unnecessary together but what do I know love 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 y'all Alicia I totally agree extremely good point you know when they talk about unpopular opinions? Mm-hmm. Chocolate-covered fruit is fucked up. Yeah, I'm not into like, it. Like, I don't know why or how this thing ever became a thing, but it's especially, like, ban- chocolate-covered bananas and chocolate-covered strawberries taste like slim fast. Pre-quick trim, I don't know if Vicky ever got into this, Lori would always have slim fast. She's had a couple cans of Slim Fast yeah, in the fridge before. Shakes. And when I was yeah. a kid, I would like try them because I thought they were like uh, Nesquik. Yeah. Gross. Yeah, they're like, pretty bad. Gross. That's what I think of when every time, even if it's the nicest, freshest strawberry with the nicest chocolate covering, it feels wrong. It's yeah. gross. So thank you for finding the words I didn't have. <laughs> Um, fine separate not good together thank you that's I also feel the same way about cucumber water in case anyone's wondering um really I do fuck with cucumber water I do like it depends it has to be like the coldest most fucking fresh yeah yeah otherwise it tastes like something that's been sitting in the refrigerator for too long um I think Travis and Kim actually wouldn't have worked out because Kim clearly needs someone where she's the main character like we're just learning that and even though Travis plays the whole quiet sweet guy he's in charge with Courtney if anything it's kind of depressing because I feel like Courtney was like a bad bitch before but like Courtney is going with it 
Kim would not have. And we saw how that played out with Travis and Shayna when they had their show. They butted heads like a lot. They were toxic. Obsessed, but toxic. So I don't know that he actually would have gotten along with Kim that well. And maybe in some weird fucked up way, he like thought he liked Kim and then not let him to Courtney. I don't know. I don't think Travis and Courtney are ill-fitted. I think there's a level of unhealthiness to it, but I think they balance each other better. Yeah. I, well, I would have worked with Kim. Yeah. Cause I think at the end of the day, Travis is really as you can be down to earth, like not really like, look at me, look at me, look at me. And I don't think that will work. I do think to the writer's point that Kim kind of did a hail Mary with Pete and the oh, hail right. Mary would have worked with Travis. It might've been a little more interesting if it was Travis to Kathleen's part, it would have no longevity, but it had been a little bit more interesting and on par storyline wise, like, well, we've always had this like kind of thing when I was younger, we hooked up and now we're just trying it in. Cause we're all grown. Kim was just grasping for straws. Yeah. But like, I think the hail Mary was for Pete. I'm doing SNL skinny white dude tattoos. He knows that other skinny white dude that hangs up. Okay, great. Perfect. Sold. Done. Like Kim, not an original thought in her head. So yeah, um, let's do Balenciaga blues. Balenciaga. I definitely have those. Yeah, I'm so sick of it. Like even in Chloe's photo shoot with the Good American Model, she's yeah, wearing Balenciaga. Is. Like, oh my god. <laughs> OG listener, second time writer. Okay, so obligatory. Obli- Tori message. Thank you for bringing the pod back. I remember listening to your gals in what, 2016? Now here like, we are in 2022. Look at us. Who what a thought? fucking nightmare lifetime ago. 2016 <laughs> was like probably one of the worst years in the history of the earth. Um, yeah. And I, th- started, I think we started in 2017. I just know I started because I was bored out of my mind because I had just moved home and you had just moved home. Yeah. Back to your hometown, you know. Yeah, I I think it was 2017, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, 2016. Yeah. The birth birth of this straight up boredom. Nothing more, nothing (laughs) less. (laughs) It just occurred to me that Courtney is dating a Travis and her ex is Scott, and Kylie dated and pretended to still and still pretends to date Travis Scott. Made me LOL. I'm not the right tax. I'm not in the right tax bracket to understand this, but when rich people go to dinner, how do they split the bill? For example, the Kardashians are not filming or getting comped. Who pays? Does just one person pay since no boo dinner is pennies to them? Do they take turns? Do they Venmo or split like the rest of us plebs? And now for the real tea, I'm sure it's not lost on both of you at the whitification of Kim K since the divorce, <laughs> since she has reduced the, her BBL, stopped with the tanning and heavy bronzing, lost a significant amount of weight, and stuck to the blonde hair. She was obsessed with Marilyn Monroe. Right. Past her costume, sorry, outfits from the Met Gala. I guess Skeet won't carry the cultural appropriation baton that Kim Ye left behind. Curious on your thoughts on where her branding direction is going and if you think it's a successful move. Um, Someone's asked them about dinner before. I think Ellen has. And I think they just take turns paying, I think is what they said. I think for sure they get comped a lot. I think a lot of celebrities, which is insane, have talked about how much free shit they get once they're famous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I do think they get comped a lot depending on the sharing or the occasion or who they know there. So I definitely think that happens a lot. Like I, one of my best friends from college is, is a foodie. Like she just writes like reviews and stuff. 
she'll get comped at restaurants all the time. All she has to do is like do an Instagram. Mention that, yeah. You know? So I'm sure they get comped a lot. But yeah, I also think rich people, I was joking with Dan, I mean, white refrigerator bay, before we went to Vegas, I was like, if there's a rich person there that hasn't like got out of the house much, like they will offer to pay, just let them pay. Yeah. It's like their ego, it's like they just need to. So I imagine in these groups, there's always going to be someone who's just like, I want to, I got this. And like, I have a lot of friends who work in like hospitality up in Tahoe. And like the more famous the people are, like certain reality stars and NBA players that have maybe used the concierge services of my friends are the people who don't tip because yeah. they're so used to someone else paying that they're just blissfully unaware. Like they yeah. don't bring their wallet. They never pull their wallet. Some, and some celebrities are like really big on leaving giant tips and stuff. But yeah, I think a lot of them are just so used to someone else is paying. My manager is paying. I'm getting comps because I'm famous. Like what they're just like out to lunch. So yeah, that's my thought on that. As far as Kim's wedification, I think Kim will try anything to stay relevant. And it must be so nice for her to shapeshift whenever it's convenient. I think so too. But I think in what direction she's going, it, it feels like she's trying to give this, I'm over 40, but I can still wear a bikini. Like 40 is 80 years old, right? But she's giving this like, I'm over 40 and I'm still doing dot, dot, dot. Like it feels like it's, she's trying to be mature, but it's very like, like but I'm know, still going to try to sex it up for you guys. You know what, what I mean? What if isn't doing that? She doesn't give a fuck. No one gives a fuck. If I had a plastic surgeon, I wouldn't give a fuck. Yeah, there's a lot of like, oh, I'm gonna imagine I'm over 40. Yeah, no one is like, oh my god, you're too old. Go back inside the house, you broke. And even with the skincare line, having I'll give her props, and it's the lowest props, it's like a half snap <laughs> of having a wrinkle yeah. element or like a like something in the skincare line is a call out to age, which made me think, okay, Look, so you're the trying to grow up in their 20s. Are starting to do Botox, yeah, hydrolonic acid, retinol. Like people are caring about this stuff in their teens. Yeah. Like, I don't know what weird alternate reality you live in that it's like old, gross. Like that's it's not. A that's thing. her, but that's her thing. She's <laughs> like made this shift to like I'm over forty. I'm wearing a bikini. Oh, look at me in this yeah, like. Well, Kim, you've had access to all this shit for years. This nine step skincare because you know you get older what? and your skin. I don't know. Old is gonna wake up and be like, I better do that. When meanwhile, the Gen Zers in high school are like, I only eat vegan and like drink water and like I have this twenty seven step process for serums. They don't give a shit about Kim. Yeah, she's but she's definitely trying to make a shit some shift into a mature but late. situation. Always I'm not sure what late. it is yet, though. Because Kim knows if she's late, she gets extra credit. If she's the if she's talking about it after everyone else is already talking about it, people can be like, "Wow, Kim's doing a new thing." Like Kim, did you invent skincare when she was on the fucking reel and talking about putting? coconut oil in her hair that was obviously a wig <laughs> girl everyone has been talking about putting coconut oil in your hair your butthole like whatever the remember when people do those shots 
and like gargle oil and then spit it back out. That was like five, ten years ago. Yeah. Oil pulling, whatever it's called. <laughs> Kim, you didn't invent this stuff. I definitely think she'll be dating more whites. Uh, I think there's <laughs> going to be a break on the black, the black men. She needs, she'll never address the criticism that she received for cultural appropriation. I just hope one day she, she puts out a idea that she won't get that criticism if she just dates a white person. I hope she puts out a book one day when she's much older and then really just tells it all. Like even the cultural appropriation, throw Kanye under the bus. That's fine. But just like, some type of explanation. in these grades. Kanye yeah. said that I would look good in a BBL and cornrows and say, maybe a tank. You know what? I think black people are a lot cooler. So I wanted to be one of them. Uh, that would even be Can acceptable too. Can someone just say that? Can someone yeah. just say that loud? You know, black people are the culture. I wanted to be a part of the culture. So I got a BBL and I just said that out loud. Like maybe they would say no. So I just decided to um, impregnate myself multiple times with a black man so that I could get a pass. Him and the whole family's branding is really tough right now because they're, despite all the other extra stuff they do, they're true reality stars. And it's really hard for reality stars to shift into something else if that's all you do. Like, not everyone can be Bethany. And they won't (laughs) give mess. Like, Bethany still gives mess. And she's one of the most put-together housewives. Rena gives mess, like, every five seconds. Yeah. Like, Jen Shaw's, like, off to prison. Those people blindly give mess. If they like, want to be in that echelon, they need to just give the mess. Or like Candy Burris. Like if yeah. Candy Burris left Housewives Atlanta today, she'd be a o fucking k because she's had so much other had a career. Before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where it gets tough for them. Have a viable career. And Candy had a career that was well known in the industry she needed to be well known, but the general public. Yeah, really scrutinizing her every move. Yeah, yeah. Like songwriting, great career choice because yeah. you get the checks, but like everybody and their mom isn't like on your shit all the time. Yeah. Really. So when you don't have an outside career outside of reality, it's really hard. like if Ramona today, well, no, that's a bad example because she had her own shit. Uh, Lisa Renner, that's not even a good example because she used to be an actor, actress. Let's just say, um, like Nene Leaks. Let's Nene Leaks. As much as we love Nene, she's experiencing this shit. Like, and she's like, I'm being blackballed and all this stuff. And it's like, well, maybe you didn't sow your oats the right way. Exit. Yeah, you didn't make your exit right. But it's the same thing. Nene didn't have a real career before. She's like a professional reality star. So when you're not on TV, you're not doing reality, it's like what the fuck else can you do or what else will people want from you? And I think that's the trouble with the Kardashians or the challenge they're facing. And that's why we have this show. They know they need this show to yeah. promote whatever. And that's why we, we we're getting it. Like we don't need this show. Nothing happens. It's like we don't want to hear the edit. We don't want to hear that someone is sabotaging you from the inside. We don't want to hear any of that. Just go to a different network and start a podcast or something. <laughs> like, we we like your memes. You don't. It doesn't. You don't need to be a victim here. Just like go do something else. Yeah, and I feel like that. And in addition to you know Kim trying to find her style identity, that's the another thing too. It's like oh fuck, while well, I'm single and I need to find something outside of reality because it's gonna end one day it's gotta end one day constantly explain it we see it we get it yeah yeah when you were with Kanye your brand changed just go do something else now just go do it 
Right. So they have to figure that out for themselves. Uh, the last one is people aren't only vegan because of health benefits. Hey, thanks for the new episode. And thank you for always keeping it true. I threw that in and she said real. I love you guys. However, you clearly have no idea why people are vegan. LOL. I want fake meat. That's because fair. <laughs> I want fake meat because I don't want to contribute to the meat industry for the animals and the climate's sake. Hence the impossible meat. Even if Kim's thing with the impossible meat is only a PR stunt, it still sends a very real and powerful message to people. Look, you can still eat meat if you like it and do it in an ethical way. And it tastes fucking amazing. So why not? Not all vegans want to eat only beans. Anyways, thanks for letting me react during amazing videos. Keep up the good work. Lots of love from Finland. I, I think, but my, my issue, I agree with that. Let me start with the, that. But my issue is, and maybe me and Kathleen kind of uh, glossed over it because we can spot the bullshit easier than maybe your average bear. We don't have to go into detail. The issue is that impossible meat and beyond meat, I label that as like vegan junk food, but they don't market it that way. They market it as they'll not, they're not going to tell you it's unhealthy because that will fuck up their shit. So they try to market it as a meat substitute that is, yeah. that is perfectly like, fine to they eat. They did that like Carl's Jr. thing where they're like, and I think McDonald's did it too, where it's like, it's a burger, but it's not. Right. Like, and it's like, uh, that's great. Meat was already like very questionable. Yeah. Um, it's junk food. And the thing about it is, non-vegans or people that are just flirting with it will just think, oh, I can eat impossible meat and like make a, like, you know how, you know, uh, Kim makes those tacos. Or if you tried to make a healthy meal with impossible meat, it's impossible because that meat is super, super processed. So I, when I'm, I'm pointing out that it's unhealthy, it's not to say don't eat it. It's to be mindful that it's junk food. You can't eat it as often which as you, fine. Like, uh, yeah, which is fine, but just be knowledgeable about it. It's like when people say, I don't drink soda. I only drink juice. Okay. Well, juice is not yeah. any better than soda. So maybe don't yeah, drink juice all, all the time. Our battles. But I, I mean, I think it further, you know, to our writer's point, like appreciate <laughs> you don't just eat beans. <laughs> I always think about that tweet that when the guy was like in the movie theater eating beans and like the teenagers made fun of him. <laughs> eating beans uh yeah that's fair uh i think to natalie's point it's like you you all pick your poison and i do think it's fair to point out like a lot of people choose veganism not because they're like some bleeding heart like PETA activists but that it's there's lots of health benefits and there's also climate benefits totally fine I think it further impresses the point. Why did they pick him? She's like the worst spokesperson because we don't trust her. And she's so full of shit. She's late to the game. She's still eating dibs on the plane. She's like, I guess sometimes I'm not a vegan. Like, it seems very like she's doing it to sound cool when it seems cool. And that's why, like, people make unending jokes about vegans, like, constantly having to tell you that they're vegan. That's not fair to people who actually choose to live a plant-based life like our writer here, you know. And as a white person that lives in a ski town and people are, like, really into, like, the earth and stuff, like, that's, it's definitely a thing that's been around for a long time for me. So it's, like, there are the people who, like, believe it, live it, do it, and then there's the people who, like, just jump on the bandwagon. So my beef... (laughs) 
with this. <laughs> it's Kim. It's like, Kim, why? And it's so late to the game. So hopefully we didn't sound like assholes. I don't care about sounding like an asshole. It's unhealthy. <laughs> like, yeah. you're, there's nothing you can say to me to be like, it's fine. I'm sticking it to the meat company, which is fine. But I'm still going to tell you, don't eat it every day or for every meal. Well, like, that's like, the all I'm saying is. Even when I was, like, six, my one of my sister's, like, best friends got, like, really into, like, the, like, healthy, like, earth movement of the 90s and decided that she was going to be vegetarian. This bitch ate like Doritos and Slurpees every single day. Yeah, so that's exactly that's, that's the resentment yeah. I have towards Kim specifically because <laughs> I think she's just wearing this hat when it's beneficial to her. But I know so many people who, even my mom, like has like a pretty specific diet now because she has an autoimmune disorder. It's like there's so many cool ways to like eat what you need to eat for your body and for the earth now that it's like. Kim just like hawking this shit is annoying because she's annoying. <laughs> that's that's the sh- long and short of it. But even like at the beginning of like alternative milk options, for example, like when soy milk came out, all of a sudden people realized if you're having like a shit ton more of soy than you used to, it had some health issues. Yeah. Or like a lot of the like people realized how much more gluten was added into food but yeah. like gluten naturally incurring was like a little bit different than like all these foods that had gluten added for texture and then like the f- alternative milks had carrageenan in it and then they realized for texture so that people would think they were drinking milk but then they realized carrageenan was bad if you had it at the volume so it's like everything is like a learning process for everybody right. I just don't trust Kim <laughs> right. And I just was like, hey, if you're going to even if you're going to stick it to the meat industry, climate change, don't do it to the detriment of your own health. Like, and there's don't also, eat impossible meat good. every fucking day for every fucking meal. It's not good for you. Treat there's it so, like junk food. Yeah. Treat it like junk food. There's so much good food out there that tastes yeah. good that you don't have to make exactly like a cheeseburger from McDonald's. Like you could yeah. like there's so much good food that's healthy, quote unquote, plant based, whatever. It's just there's flavors like. If you use garlic the right way, your food tastes great. <laughs> you know, it's like if you salt the right way, like there's simple things. So like Kim being like, this burger is almost exactly like a real burger. It's like, I don't, I don't want to hear it from Kim. Kim's but I appreciate, just secure it in the bag. Yeah. I appreciate this writer showing us that it's a wider uh industry than just whatever Kim is shilling at us at any time of the day. Yeah. It's it's basically like if Kim promoted Doritos. That's how I feel. I'm like this is just <laughs> junk food. <laughs> like or to your your friend that you mentioned Slurpee, right? It's the same thing. If I'd be like, you cannot just because you're going plant-based does not mean you can eat a Slurpee every day just because it doesn't have meat in it. Like come on people don't kill yourself please. Cause I don't eat meat. I don't eat meat every day and I don't eat meat for every meal. I'm like Norris. I'm like a partial pescatarian. <laughs> I like to eat I don't seafood. Know what the fuck I eat. I'm, I'm, meat, not, eh. I'm not the health example. So you don't have to listen to anything I have to say. I'm really weird about I'll meat. Say I'm just good at calling out how annoying Kim is. And it might be because I'm so weird about meat. I'm weird about impossible meat. Like I'm already weird about real meat. I damn sure oh, I'm not fucking with impossible meat. I fucking loved the tri-tip sandwich. When I went to college, went to college in the central coast of California, and like tri-tip is a thing that like originated there. And there's this restaurant that has a really good tri-tip sandwich. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, do I eat red meat all the time? No, not at all. Yeah, fact, you can't. Very rarely. <laughs> but I love that sandwich. When you drive back to Truckee from Slow, you have to f- drive by Harris Ranch in these like terrifying scenes of like these big, horrible like meat farms that produce the greenhouse gases that are bad for Earth. <laughs> but that doesn't mean there's not like farmers out there like that grow their own food, have chickens, maybe even have, I like grew up with like a lot of Mexican families that would get meat from like small farms. Like it's, so it's like, I get both sides of the argument. I don't know if I have a strong stance on either end, but like there were times where I would drive home and I'd be like, oh my God, like those cows, like that's so depressing. Not just the cows, like, oh, they have a family, but, like, also, like, knowing it's bad for the earth. Yeah. So I get it. I get it totally. I haven't bought meat. I couldn't tell you last time I actually bought meat. The only time I eat meat is when I'm at a parent's house because they're just, like, they're the type of meat eaters that will, like, if you tell them you don't really eat meat, they'll, like, stick it to you. Like, well, that's all we have. Like, you You're know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. No accommodations at all. Like, I'm always, and I know they're annoyed with me because I'm always like, is this grass-fed? Is this, yeah. or is this pasture raised? Like, like, I'm. Sam was like, when we're at the grocery store, it's like, he reads all the egg labels. Oh, like, yeah. 100%. Like, the eggs from like the good farms. Like, I don't give a no. shit if my eggs are $8 a carton. I'll pay that if it doesn't have well, the hormones. My, parents, in that now, my mom is like pretty strict now. Like I said, yeah. She, like, she wants to know like literally everything she's putting into her body where it came yeah. from. And one of my best friends from high school runs like the Patagonia has like a pretty big, like, um, campus mm-hmm. in Reno and she runs the farm and they can like co- get into the like the co-op for produce but they also like all the meals at the Patagonia campus uses farm so she like runs it and she lives around the corner from my parents now which is so like small world full circle but she got really into raising chickens Aww. so my parents my dad is retired so he goes on this walk with the dogs every day takes this carton to my best friend's house and leaves it there and she refills it with eggs. That's awesome. And her chickens. So all their eggs are like fresh. Fresh. <laughs> you know, it's like we all would love to have that. Is that an opportunity for most of America? Absolutely not. It's not. <laughs> but I told my parents just the other day I wanted to like get a farm and like grow our fucking food. I, I, will, I will never do that. that. Again, I would love it too. If I listen to anything Kim has to say, no, I don't. <laughs> She's still flying her fucking private jet. I don't give a shit what she has to say. <laughs> Ed Salmon at my parents' house. And I was like, is this farm raised? Like, oh, God, they are so over Did this right. salmon have the opportunity? To I'm like, is this, wild, is this wild caught? Like, <laughs> I'm just asking all those questions and like. But at the same time, I'm still that dumb bitch that we'll go to Taco Bell. She's <laughs> ready to crunch. I'm so yeah, I, oh, I'm I not your moral compass. <laughs> and I'm not a hundred percent like I'll crack and get some chicken nuggets from McDonald's in a heartbeat. Like I'm not I'm not great, but I do make an That's effort. It. It's annoying when Kim is like, oh, I'm gonna break gluten free veganism because Pete sent me dibs. Cause like, isn't it crazy how like poor people like get dibs at the gas station it's so horny like you can like, only what the guess. fuck girl shut like, up one day he was like babe let's go get thrifty ice cream and i was like i'm so horny what? with poor people stuff like oh my god uh, right aid fuck me in aisle five babe Ugh, with these common folks watching plants. <sighs> and like he drove Oh my god! Like I was in the front seat. How crazy! Like, I've is that? never had a man pretend to be poor. <laughs> it's so hot. 
Like SNL barely pays him. Like, like yeah, bitch, it's pretty what bad. Had sex with someone who actually lived in their mom's basement. Oh <laughs> and my god! Pretend to cosplay a poor white man. <laughs> right, just because he was Lauren's baby child. <laughs> like, what if you had like just found a random man in Staten Island? And then go get pizza on Staten Island. And he had to have you pay because he doesn't have a job. Like, oh, my God. Like, his card. It was – his card got declined, and I was like, I'm so so wet. I'm so wet right now. wiped the table off. I'm so wet. Right there. Right there. Like, he didn't have enough money to pay. so hot. I'm going to get a new Vogue cover for dating a poor person. So we were at Chevy's. (laughs) And he – Pulled out a coupon. coupon. He pulled out a coupon. Oh my god! (laughs) I was like, rip my fucking top off right now. (laughs) So fucking like nice to know that poor shit turns Kim on. But not real poor. Just pretend poor. Just like like, Stormy went on a school bus and she's like, "What is this, mom?" Like that's probably like yellow submarine that like the weirdos drive on. That's legit. That might be Kim's like kink, like role playing. Like, We're okay. not actually poor because don't get close to me if you're poor. But what if you pretended to be poor? Okay, so you're gonna be at the um unemployment office, <laughs> and I come in with my Balenciaga, and, and you're say, like, "Hey, girl, do you want some snacks from the gas station?" And I'll and I, moan so loud, and I tell you, I haven't gotten my disability <laughs> check yet. What are you gonna do to me? <laughs> So my food stamps haven't come in yet, and I'm so hungry. Some Mm. beef jerky, 7-Eleven brand (laughs) on my private jet. I will suck the living life out of you. Oh, my God. Did Pete send Slim Jims to my plane? (laughs) Oh, daddy. Bugles. Put those bugles on my toes and lick them off. So have you guys heard of Flaming Hot Cheetos? Like, it's crazy. (laughs) They're like Cheetos, but they're spicy. And like What's an Arizona girl? tea, it's only 99 cents. I should text text right refrigerator. Speaking of poor people, text white refrigerator. Bring me back some goddamn bugles. I'm turned on. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty talk. Hey, send hey. some bugles. Hey, what are you doing? Right? What are you I'm wearing? Put right them on now? my fingers, like their fingernails, and then eat them <laughs> off. What are you doing right now? Because I can go for some bugles. Oh my god! Afterward, because I'll be extremely bloated, <laughs> and your uh, breath will stink, and, and I'll smell like licking your fingers. You smell like gas yeah. station. <laughs> yeah, Kim loves to bring up the gas I station the these gas days. Station like, because then she said on the other, like we just like put on sweats and go to the gas station. It's just you could you could do that before, and also this, actually poor. Okay, so this relationship is just opened my eyes to wow, a whole like, other world. Like, snacks with uh sulfates and then it's weird <laughs> even though on the flip side north is demanding to eat at red lobster <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, all right well that was uh tyra mail spiritual and, awakening and that's our episode if you have tyra mail please send it to say bible podcast at gmail.com say b-i-b-l-e podcast at gmail.com and we shall read it i feel good i feel like we're all caught up yeah we're caught up we only have time for the finale episode. yeah exactly 
of the actual show, you know, we can just go back to talking shit about random stuff after that. Yeah, I feel good. I feel good. So, well, enjoy the rest of your week or whenever you're listening to this. Whatever I gotta stop saying that. Whatever, whatever place you are in your journey, it's valid. Oh, goosebumps. Come on. Come <laughs> on, Confucius. Come on. Um, alrighty. Well, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.